We received new news from the governor this week. On Thursday, we found out that the stay-at-home order for North Carolina has been extended. Then on Friday, uh, we found out that our kids will not be going back to school this school year. Well, none of that news was probably surprising at this point. Uh, neither of those pieces of news are what we wanted to hear. We don't want to keep our kids out of school longer than we have to. We don't want to keep them away from their friends. We don't want to have to stay at home longer than we have to. We want to get back to work. We want to get back to our restaurants. We want to get back to church and worship together. We want to get back together with our friends and our loved ones. That's what we want to do. We're just tired of this. We just want to get back to our life. We want to get back to work. We want to get back with our friends. We want to get back to our church. We want to worship together. We want to pray together. We want to hug each other. That's not the way things are going to be for a little bit longer. Some of us at this point just want to give up and go fishing. Well, that's what Peter did in John chapter 21. So Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, Zebedee's sons, and two other disciples were together. Simon Peter told them, I'm going fishing. Going fishing sounds like a great release for some of you. It, it sounds like an escape. It's, it's going to your happy place. But that's not what this is for Peter. See, for Peter to decide to go fishing was to go back to his old life before he met Jesus. Jesus has died and been resurrected. He has appeared to his disciples. But Peter is still dealing with the aftermath and the grief and the worry of all that has happened. He's feeling the disappointment that Christ had been crucified. The disappointment in himself that he had betrayed his Lord. And though Jesus has risen and he has appeared to them, Peter still doesn't have a handle on everything that's going on, and he can't make sense of everything, and so he's, he's just done. He's just over it. And so he looks to the other disciples and he says, I'm going fishing. This isn't going on vacation. This isn't going to his happy place. This is Peter going back to his old life. Because before he met Jesus, Peter made a living fishing. And so he looks to the disciples around him and says, I'm going fishing. And they say, we'll go with you. I don't know what to do, Peter says. I, I, I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what's going on with this new movement that Jesus started. I, I don't know what the future holds. 
and I'm done. I am over it. And so I'm just going to give up and go back to my old way of life. And the other disciples said, we'll go with you. They set out in a boat, but throughout the night they caught nothing. They went back to their old way of life. But it didn't produce any fruit. They didn't make any money. They didn't catch any fish. Their old way of life uh, didn't bring for them what they were looking for in this moment. It was empty and hollow too. Some of us feel a lot like Peter in this passage of scripture. We're in the midst of, uh, of this unexpected and strange season in our lives. In this midst of staying at home and not going to school and may, maybe not going to work and certainly not joining together as a church. We, we're just tired and we are feeling our old way of life pull us back in. Some of us are in danger right now of going back to who we used to be before we met Jesus. Just like Peter did. For some of us, there's, there's a sin or an addiction that is pulling us back. We don't have our normal support systems. We don't have our normal rhythm of life right now. And we feel this sin or this addiction putting its claws back into us and pulling us back to who we used to be. For some of us, it's, it's our anger. We are just finding ourselves more filled with anger. We're just harder to live with than we used to be. We're, we're, we're kind of maybe turning into a little bit of a jerk in the midst of this season. We're finding ourselves rolling back to who we used to be before we met Jesus. Some of us, we, we, we're finding ourselves filled with worry. We know that Jesus has given us peace and he's given us hope. But in this season where things are so unsettled and uncertain, we are finding ourselves being pulled back into that life of worry and being who we used to be before we met Jesus. Be honest here. Peter didn't catch any fish when he went fishing. He he didn't find any value in going back to his old way of life. And you're not going to find any value in that either. Let me you hear what Paul has to say to us in Colossians chapter 3. About getting drawn into the old way of life. Listen, listen clearly to Pastor Paul. In Colossians 3, he says, Put to death the parts of your life that belong to the earth, such as sexual immorality, moral corruption, lust, evil desire, and greed, which is idolatry. The wrath of God is coming upon disobedient people because of these things. You used to live this way when you were alive to these things. Did you hear? You used to live this 
way. Paul, Paul gives us this reminder that we are not who we used to be because Christ has come into our life. He has saved us. He has redeemed us. He has transformed us. He has made us new. He has set us off on a new journey. And praise the Lord, we are not who we used to be. So don't fall back into the habits of your old life any longer. Don't let this social distancing, don't let this strangeness, don't let this stay-at-home order become an excuse for you to fall back into your old habits and into who you used to be. Hear these words. You used to live this way, but now set aside these things. Don't be this way anymore. Don't be who you used to be. Don't go back to your old life. You used to live this way, Paul says, but now set aside these things, such as anger, rage, malice, slander, and obscene language. Don't lie to each other. Take off the old human nature with its practices and put on the new nature, which is renewed in knowledge by conforming to the image of the one who created it. Paul says, take off who you used to be. Take off these old habits. Take off these old sins. Take off your old life and instead put on the new life of Christ, the new life that Christ is giving to you. Don't be who you used to be. Instead, be who you are now in Christ. Paul continues, he says, Therefore, is God's choice holy and loved. That's who you are. If you have surrendered your life to Jesus, if you are one of his people, then you are God's choice, holy and loved child. And because that's who you are, because you're not who you used to be, but now you are God's choice, holy and loved child, you should put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Be tolerant with each other. And if someone has a complaint against anyone, forgive each other. As the Lord forgave you, so also forgive each other. And over all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Don't you think we could use some more of those things in our lives right now? More compassion, more kindness, more humility, more gentleness, more patience, more tolerance, more forgiveness, more love. Let those things fill your life because you are not who you used to be. Be who you are. O child of God. Back to Peter. Peter had gone back to his old way of life. He went fishing. 
And he didn't catch anything. It wasn't productive. It was an empty, unfulfilling evening. Back to John 21, verse 4. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore. But the, but the disciples didn't realize it was Jesus. Jesus called to them, Children, have you caught anything to eat? They answered him, No. He said, Cast your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. Okay, this is, this is dumb. <laughs> the disciples have been fishing all night long. They used to be professional fishermen. They'd given up that life to follow Jesus, but they still had some skills in this, and so they were going back to their old life, and they had fished all night long and hadn't caught anything. Now there's a stranger standing on the shore who's noticed that they haven't caught anything, and he tells them, oh, just throw the net on the right side of the boat. <laughs> what? the same water on both sides of the boat. It's the same fish on both sides of the boat. It's the same net on both sides of the boat. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Cast your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. So they did. <laughs> yeah, what have we got to lose? And they throw the net on the right side of the boat and when they did... There were so many fish that they couldn't haul in the net. Oh. Jesus just performed a miracle in the midst of their emptiness, in the midst of their being drawn back to their old way of life. Jesus showed up. And though the disciples did not yet know that Jesus was with them, Jesus still was performing miracles in their life. May Jesus show up in your life right now. If you are feeling drawn back to your old way of life, if you are starting to become who you used to be before you met Jesus, may Jesus find a way to remind you that he is there and he is still working in your life. It was when they pulled in this extraordinary haul of fish that Peter realized it was Jesus. Verse 7, then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard it was the Lord, heard it was Jesus, he wrapped his coat around himself for he was naked and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they weren't far from shore, only about a hundred yards. Peter discovers, he realizes that it's Jesus standing on the shore, that the reason they caught this huge haul of fish was not because the net was on the right side of the boat, but because Jesus was present with them, and Peter who had left behind his new life with Jesus and returned to his old way of life, realized he had to get back to Jesus as quick as he possibly could. And so he didn't even wait for the boat. He just threw on his clothes and dove into the water and swam to shore because he had to get to Jesus 
as fast as possible. That's all Peter knew. He didn't know if the boat would be faster. He didn't know how, how long the rest of the disciples were going to take to get there. All Peter knew is that he had been drawn back to his old way of life, but that's not where he wanted to be. He wanted to be with Jesus, and he wanted to be with Jesus as fast as possible. And so he dove into the water to get back to his Lord, if you are finding yourself drawn to who you used to be, drawn to your old way of life, then you need to get to Jesus as fast as possible. Because what you are going to discover is that your old way of life is empty and void and bankrupt. There is no purpose and meaning there for you anymore. Don't be tempted to be who you were before you met Jesus. Don't let this season of life in all of its strangeness be an excuse for you to revert to your bad habits, revert to your sins, revert to the behaviors that Jesus has helped you to overcome. Be who you are in Christ. And if you are being drawn back to your old way of life, then jump out of the boat, swim to Jesus, get to him as fast as you can. Because it is in the presence of Jesus that you find meaning and purpose and hope and peace and healing and wisdom and guidance for the days ahead. You don't find any of that in who you used to be in your old way of life. You find it in the presence of Jesus and who he has called you to be now. Friends, we've got to get to Jesus. We may be social distancing. We may be staying at home more than we ever have been before. We might not be going to school and we might not be gathering together for church on Sunday mornings. But we still need to find ways to get to Jesus. So make it an important, make it an essential part of your week this week to get to Jesus. How do we do that? In this strange season, how do we make sure that we are getting to Jesus? There's some things that we need to do. Make sure that these things are part of your life every day this week. We begin with silence and stillness. God tells us in scripture, be still and know that I am God. So stop what you're doing for a little bit every day this week. Turn off the news, turn off the computer, and just stop and be still in the presence of your Lord. And then in those moments of stillness, ask him, Ask him to make you aware of his presence. Jesus was on the shore while the disciples were fishing. And though the disciples could see someone was there, they weren't aware that it was Jesus. Ask Jesus to make you aware of his presence. And then spend time in prayer every day. Prayer is talking to our Lord. Prayer is taking what we need to him 
and trusting that he can meet our needs in ways that we can't for ourselves. Prayer is also listening to what he wants to say to us, to be reminded by his voice not to fall back to our old way of life, but to continue on in who he is leading us to be. And so we stop and are still and we pray and we need to get into the word, into Holy Scripture. We need to listen to his voice by reading his word every day. If you don't know where to begin, just pick one of the Gospels, grab the book of Mark, and just start reading at the beginning and read a chapter every day. It'll take you about two weeks to read through the Gospel of Mark if you read one chapter a day, and it can ground you in this season in the life of Jesus. If you've lost your sense of rhythm, if you don't have the rhythm of going to work and the rhythm of going to school and the rhythm of going to church, then find a new rhythm by walking with Jesus a chapter a day this week. We need to be still. We need to pray. We need to read scripture. We need to worship. Worship is telling Jesus that he is worthy. Worship is telling Jesus that he is the one who can handle our worries. So put on some worship music. Or sing your favorite hymn. And just let worship connect you to the life of Christ that is in front of you now. We get to Jesus we need to be a part of Christian community, and that is so hard for us right now because we are not getting together physically, but thankfully for most of us, we are in a season where technology can bring us together. So reach out to a Christian friend this week. Call them on the phone, ask how they're doing, and then pray with each other. Christian community that you can continue in the life of Christ together instead of getting pulled back to your old way of life. We're also leveraging technology as a church to build Christian community. Join us for worship Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on Facebook so that we can leave comments together, that we know that we are worshiping together. I know you can watch this video anytime you want during the week. But when we gather at 10 a.m., we know we're doing it together. And we are in this with our friends. Each weeknight, Monday through Friday, sometime around 5.30, I'm going live on my Facebook page to offer evening prayer. We do a scripture passage, we share a hymn, and we pray together. You can do that anytime on your own, and I hope you do. But if you're able, join us in the evening to do it together, to know that we are heading in the right direction together. What if, what if when Peter said, I'm going fishing, instead of saying, we'll go with you, the other disciples said, that's a dumb idea. That's not who you are anymore, and let's not do that. Find ways to connect in Christian community so we can support each other in heading on the right path. My friends, don't go fishing this week. Don't go back to your old life. Don't go back to who you used to be before Jesus got a hold of you and began his work in you. Instead, get to Jesus as quickly and as often as you can. And may that make all 
the difference. Let me pray for you. God, I pray. I pray for my friends at Unity United Methodist Church. And Lord, I pray for others who join us for this time of worship. Lord, I pray because we are in a season of life that none of us has been through before. And we have just found out that it's going to be longer than we hoped. And Lord, we are tired, we are discouraged, we have lost our rhythm, and none of us is sure what we're doing right now. And I know, Lord, in those kinds of seasons, we can be tempted, like Peter, to go back to our old way of life, to become who we were before we knew you. Oh, Jesus, don't let that happen. God, would you reveal your presence in our lives? Would we find your power at work within us? Would you fill us with your peace? And Lord, if there are any of us who are being tempted by old sins or old addictions or old worries or old habits, God, would you just show us how our old way of life is bankrupt, that we left it behind for a reason, and would we jump out of our boat and get to you as fast as we can? God, I pray that you would give us the wisdom to create space in our life to get to you every day this week through silence and prayer and scripture reading and worship and Christian community. Lord, would you make space for our new life to flourish and grow? Lord, in this season of unforeseen times, instead of turning back to our old life, may we grab tightly to you and would we grow even closer to you now. This I pray in the name of Jesus, our Lord, who died for us, that we might be his children. Amen.